I have never heard of Leanne Morgan. Okay, you haven't heard of Leanne Morgan. No. I feel like in... It's yeah, like you and Bob Ross. I was just getting ready to say, like, I feel like you totally mansplained or <laughs> womansplained Bob Ross to me. Is it Bob do, Ross? Do it back, Bob. Be- Betsy Ross? Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And this is a special feature that we are offering the first Fridays of every month, and we're calling it, drumroll please, you've already seen it in your little podcast player, Sidetracked with Cynthia and Heather. We'll be here first Friday of every month. Make sure you're subscribed to the show so these episodes pop right into your feed. Today, we are talking, yes, back to school. I know in California, this is the week you started. In Texas, we've been in school for weeks. Whenever you start back, we're just talking about fall goals. We also talk randomly about comedians and scrapbooking. We even share a couple businesses. Cynthia and I thought we should have tons of time, and we should probably do a few more things. So you'll hear about those in this episode. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Okay, Leanne Morgan. She is a comedian and she is on the Netflix, but I think she's in a lot of places. You can find her on Instagram. She has a Netflix special. She is hilarious. And she's probably like, I don't know, close to 60. And no. she talks. Really? Okay. I have a bias against Christian comedians. Okay. I'm going to look her up. You can Google that. Yes. Yeah. Um, because like, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't What's know why I'm bias? bias against Christian comedians, but I'm like, are they just going to talk like about the hedge of protection and like the church works we all oh, use? She's the one who's Catholic. So she is like, I. she was she Catholic or she is Catholic. Okay. Yeah. So she falls under, she's not I holding herself out is. to be a Christian comedian or whatever, No. but she's clean and yeah. she's, so you, have you heard? I've her? seen some of her stuff. She's very tall, right? Yes. And she talks about like plantar fasciitis all the things do you have plantar fasciitis who's asking me okay yes. is this hipaa like am i allowed does this yeah am i allowed no, to ask about your? i may or may not just how many episodes are going to include medical Cynthia's history medical issues. <laughs> i'm telling you i mean things go to you know where when you hit a certain age and yes and so leanne morgan is hilarious but, but what is plantar i don't even know what plantar fasciitis is Oh, okay. Well, it's like, I don't know, something with your plantar fascia. It's the back of your, like, your Like, what back part of your, your body are we talking about? Okay, your foot. Oh, you thought it was, like, real personal? I don't know. <laughs> Getting real nervous? What part of your body are, what are we, we talking, talking about? about? Can we say it? Do we it's need to like change my rating? It's the back of your foot. And so, like, when you get out of bed in the morning, like, it gets all tight. And it's like, you oh. get up and you're like, oh, it's like excruciating. So you have to wear, like, certain shoes. And they're like, hey, you should rub your foot on a Tennis frozen ball. tennis ball and do all these things. I don't do any of it. I just complain about it. But Leanne Morgan, that's why I love her. She's so funny. And it sounds like we're doing an ad for her. We're not doing an ad to anybody. But okay. Is she your surprise guest? Yes. <laughs> Leanne. I only wish. Wouldn't that be awesome though? Uh, okay. So then I'm I'm telling you this, you guys, everyone, please listen to this. It, we had a heat dome this summer in Texas and other places. It's, it's and, probably, this is coming out September 1st. It's probably 200 degrees in Texas. If it's it just keeps going up. Horrid. And so I decided, I'm like, sorry, kids, this is the summer when you sit inside and watch comedians with me on Netflix. And so you have to find like a few like cleanish ones, right? Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I ran across this one, Kevin James. Everybody know Kevin James, King of Queens. Yes. Yes. Mall cop. Okay. Mall so cop the segue. <laughs> He's so good. Okay, you guys. 
I don't remember. I don't know that the whole thing was clean. I'm not by any means advocating you like put this on with the grandparents for Thanksgiving. But he has this bit that he does about how lactose intolerant people are the most annoying people in the world. And I say this to all of you lactose intolerant people. I have plantar fasciitis. So please don't feel judged. (laughs) But he talks about how he's like, you know, next time I invite you over and ask if you want ice cream, just a simple no. You don't have to tell me that it's going to tear up your innards and all the things it's going to do to you. So he starts talking about that. And then he moves on to the next one. He's like, you know, and then he goes, but they're not really that bad. I mean, you get to these gluten people, they'll oh, change the your restaurant. Like they'll say, no, there's not the gluten free options. We have to go somewhere else. So he starts going to them. And, and then he goes like, but he's like, then you get these nut people, these nut allergies. And he's like, they're, that's the queen bee of the allergies. He's like, because they're like, Ha, huh, that's funny that you're lactose intolerant. You get a tummy ache. I have a nut allergy. And if anyone even breathes mm-hmm. one tiny drop of nut, I will die right yeah. here. Yeah. He goes this whole bit. I was rolling. So now from here on out, here to forward, if you have any sort of food allergy, I'm going to need you to just say no, thank you. And we're not going to talk about it anymore. You're not going to talk about it. Kevin James, he kills me. So everyone you need to watch that. I mean, I've just laughed. Have you watched summer. Nate Bargatsky? Yes. Tennessee I've watched Tennessee Kid. Nate. Funny too. Funny funny and then on instagram you guys this is like i almost feel like we should make this patreon i'm giving such great information we might need to charge for this okay joking yeah um alex james have you watched him on he does reels on instagram it's it's alx i guess He's going by Alex. Alex James. And he A-L-X j- James. James. Yeah. And we might get hate mail. So send it directly to Heather McFadden, please. <laughs> um, he does like he dresses up like he's a mom and he does these bits as a mom. And my kids send them to me every day. And they're like, this is so you. And like he's in a restaurant and he, it's like how your mom acts in a restaurant. She's like, can we please move? The air's too high over here. Are oh, you someone, high maintenance? Uh, oh, well, I don't know. My kids say I'm a Karen. And Karen, but uh see, mine say I'm a Karen when I'm like correcting them and I say, I'm just Karen for you. Get it? I'm just caring, caring. I'm just caring for you. And so that's not going to get you a Netflix comedy show. No, but like Uh -uh. you're not caring that way. You're caring for yourself. You it's want not, it to be nice for you. What would you complain about in a restaurant? Well, for my kids claim, I'm not a Karen, but my kids <laughs> claim that I've never sat in the actual booth that the hostess seats us up. And I'm always like, would you mind if we went to that table? Or What are you trying to do? Maximize? I don't know. I don't know why I you do You just it. don't. You want to be in charge? <laughs> oh, no, I just like, there's always some, re- I don't know. My kids also say that like the biggest sin committed against me is when we're in a restaurant, I'll be like, can I have a Diet Coke? And like, oh, we only have Pepsi products. And oh. that you should Do you hear, leave? No, Mike, no. But my son, Brett, always says that I go, oh, Pepsi. I'll just have a water with lemon. <laughs> You're like Meg Ryan and When Harry Met Sally. You yes. want like the, yes. it on the warm, but with the ice yes. cream on the side. But if you don't have the, and you can't, then forget the whole thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, want- so yeah, I've been called Karen all summer. That's why I'm glad they're in we school. We need a new word for just high maintenance. I don't know. Karen is that doesn't seem right for this. Well, the other Karen. Well, Karen is just the person who's so particular, and everything's supposed to be a certain way. I right? feel like it's like speak to the manager is Karen. Um. Okay. So another thing that we need to update everybody on is, I was talking to you, and I said, "Well, we should ask Chat GPT." Yeah, to I was like, "What's that?" Write something up to to give us a name for our show, like what we should call ourselves. And you, yeah, I had no clue. I was like, "Chat who?" Chat who? And I, I mean, said, it was well, like, it's like AI. And you said, what? It was like Billy Ross all over again or Billy. Bob or whoever. Bob. Yeah. I said, AI, artificial intelligence. You, you said, I have no clue. 
I didn't know what to do. Because in our family, we had an Alexa. Oh my goodness. My kids were little when we got our first Alexa. I know what Alexa is, everyone. Okay. But we say frequently out loud, the McFadians love robots so that we get on the right list when AI takes over. And I don't know if the Yanoffs are going to be on the right list if you don't even acknowledge the existence of AI. I Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I had no idea, but I'm going to tell you something. Well, maybe people listening don't know either. What did you learn? Okay, here's what I learned. Well, I don't feel like I'm the person to explain this. Like this, I want to know your version. Basically, Heather mocked, and I asked my mocked. I was in shock. That's a form of mockery. (laughs) And I asked my college daughter, who already has a little that college smirk. That Mm -hmm. I'm a little smarter than you smirk. Mm -hmm. And Kate, shout out, we love you. But she got that I'm smarter than you smirk. And so I said, Hey, are you familiar with this AI? And she's like, Oh, Karen, yes. (laughs) And she's like, What? What are you? And so. Anyway, we were in Colorado when all this was going on. And so she played, or whatever you do, an episode of our show from the summer. And it wrote a summary. And then she asked it, what would you name a new show? Blah, blah, blah. And it gave all these ideas. Like it was, it's that AI, she real smart. (laughs) I love that it's a she. Uh Uh-huh. She real smart. She real smart. Um, Yeah. If y'all haven't checked out chat GPT, I would do it before your children. We're in the middle of our tech series here on Don't Mom Alone. And uh, one aspect that we haven't addressed is the AI. Going back to school, I remember midway through spring semester, all my boys' private high schools were sending out notes about, we have something that we will be able to tell if your child used chat GPT to write their essay. Lies. But they're using it. I know, but do you think they really can figure it out? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe my kid just over the summer became a brilliant writer. (laughs) (laughs) I think even in one of my son's classes, the teacher showed them, like in front of them, an essay being created by ChatGPT and how she could see the difference in the voice from the student. Like she showed the student's writing and then the ChatGPT. And I don't know. I'm just saying, y'all, make sure – You've had this conversation with, with your, your kids. kids. Yeah. That this is, I don't know. There are places for technology that help us. I appreciate my air fryer. I appreciate my coffee maker simplifying some things. I appreciate that chat GPT can summarize our show and listen and help us. But I don't know that I want my kid to not be able to write or think yeah. for themselves. Yeah, no, I get it. I yeah, there's the good and the bad of it. Well, I thought it was amazing. I I mean, I, I was nobody she was, was more nobody was more. She bold. was like this chat GPT. Oh, I tell you what, you almost don't need to get married anymore. You can just like <laughs> chat GPT with the person and like have all the conversation you want. That have. is actually what the kids. There's a chat GPT on Snapchat, so you can ask it questions. Oh, it'll just talk back to you. Yeah, and have like. And a, you know, because Surrey is so outdated. My little one tries to yeah. talk to Surrey. He's like, Surrey, what's your favorite color? She's like, I don't have a favorite color. My makeup says that blah, blah. I'm like, no, Surrey, just say green. Do you not know anything it. about yeah. kids? Just say a color and move on. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this is, I think there's something there. But I would suggest my next suggestion is to okay. say out loud the Yanoffs love robots. Get on the right list. Okay. I'm just, it's just I mean, my I guess tip. that's my parenting tip. For okay. The day. I thought we were going to maybe head towards like Jesus <laughs> makes the only list that matters, but we're not going there this episode. <laughs> so we'll save that for another day. Hi. 
I want to thank Proactive for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. Do y'all remember Proactive? I do from my teen days. And there was nothing that robbed me of joy in the, in the school years, in the middle school and high school years, than acne. And so I was thrilled when I heard about Proactive's newest skincare innovation, Proactive Clean. It is a gentle skincare routine formulated to clear mild acne to occasional breakouts for sensitive skin. Because Proactive is formulated without parabens, phthalates, sulfates, cyclic silicones, and 100 plus no-no ingredients. And y'all know Proactive is America's number one clear skin routine. It is dermatologist developed and tested. They've helped over 20 million people on their clear skin journey. I got their three pack. It has three different steps. I thought that may not be too many for my teen boys, but I have a couple boys that are in that early mild stage of acne with a couple of breakouts here or there. And Proactive is the perfect choice where I know that they're not going to have a bunch of chemicals in their product with this new clean line. So go to proactive.com now, use the exclusive promo code DMA for Don't Mom Alone, DMA to get 20% off your first order. So go to proactive.com, use that promo code DMA to get 20% off your first order. Proactive is spelled P-R-O- A-C-T-I-V. All right. But hopefully y'all are, I mean, it's September 1st. I know parts of the country, Canada, they start after Labor Day. So maybe you're needing a little back to school pep talk. Right. Right. I mean, what do you feel? I feel like I always buy a calendar on the school year. Yeah. Yeah rotation not a january rotation it feels like a good time a good start over there's a lot of hope in the news <laughs> no there is no hope like the hope of september and there is no demise and destruction like may 15th yeah or i just interviewed someone that came on a couple weeks ago if y'all haven't listened to my convo with dr kelly she said mid-october is when it all goes to huh. hell in a handbasket uh all your hopes and dreams are all shot by october 15th yeah yeah but I don't know. Do you make resolutions for the year or do you think, okay, this year we're going to be about X, Y, and Z in the Yanoff household? Or do you just do it for yourself? Right, right, right. Okay. So I don't really do per se New Year's resolutions because like you're saying, I run in a school year frame of mind. So September to May, right? So you do school year resolutions. I kind of do school year resolutions. It's not like some formal, like I sit down and I'm going to have a... (laughs) planner and we're going to write it's not really that as much but I do like to assess like what worked last school year what didn't what would I like us like to end because listen you know you've got a senior in high school now yeah this school year flies once once it gets rolling and so I'm like okay what are the things I've got to be like conscientious about it and so I did I wrote down a couple of things this year that I'm hoping that we can make some, you know, some improvements on. And so I'm going to start with this. I just read the book. Have you read Atomic Habits? I feel like I have with how many people have quoted it, but I have not. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how I ran across it. And I'm a Enneagram three. I know not everybody loves Enneagram. I get that. I mean, I love Jesus too, you guys, even okay. more. Yeah. But I do, I do feel like as a three, as an achiever, like this Atomic Habits, I started reading it. And I was like, oh yeah, like this helps me. And so the whole idea, I'm just going to give you like a couple little quotes, but like every action you take is a vote for the person you wish to become. And so what are your habits? What are you voting for? Who you want to be? Like, what are the little things you can do? And so the whole focus 
to nutshell it maybe for me has been that like you don't have to don't be worried about this end result of, I want to run a marathon next year yes. what do you do what's the little thing you can do and today and he would say put out the tennis shoes yeah put out your tennis shoes stack it with another habit what's something you know you're going to do I'm going to brush my teeth every morning great put your tennis shoes right next to your toothbrush not really but you know and then that's the next thing you do make it easy make it something that falls within habits you're already doing and and, and another big quote that you've probably heard it says too often we convince ourselves that massive results require massive action, where it's really not the case. Start doing little, little things. And so I've been reading through this and, and thinking about like, what are some of the things that I want to have it into this year with my family? Cause they follow our kids, follow our leads a lot. And so one of the things I want to resolve to, there's several, but the one I want to (laughs) mention, one of the things I want to have it into better after reading atomic habits. And I want to work towards with my kids. It's just what are the habits that I can put in place that will lead me closer to the Lord. And I know that sounds like so maybe over spiritualized or whatever, but I am very holy. And um, I'm glad we were able to point that out. But like, literally, like talking to my kids and myself about like, is my Bible in the right place? Do I have it in the same place with my prayer journal so that I'm praying for my kids every day? And all this is easy to find in one place is there a pen next to it? Like what's a little habit I can put into place like studying the Bible, like I actually bought a commentary last year, best I ever done because they're all online. But for some reason, having the actual written one sitting with my stuff helped me to kind of read the Bible a little better to understand. Well, it. I did not. I'll like go to my phone to look up a word on my strong concordance app. Yes. But then I picked up my phone. Yes. And then you're looking at your and text. Then you're and you're back in your you're phone. You're tap backing everyone. <laughs> I know. That takes you like 12 seconds and to do I've all And then I got those. this 12 second tap, tap back, back situation. Uh-huh. No, but I do think if I had an actual big gigantic strong concordance, I would, I don't know, it would keep me off my phone. I think that's good. A small yeah. habit to get you connected with God. And do you do your time with God after kids are off at school, before? It varies. I want to be one of those people that's like, every morning I do it a certain way. My husband does. I mean, every single morning, early, early, he's up. And he goes to work early, early. Do so. you want to hear my dad's habit when What's he that? was when we were little? Yeah. He had a little trampoline, a little circular trampoline in front of the window. And he would jog on it. Like I can just still picture him like barely lifting his knees, but like jog on it and he would pray. That was when he would pray. And then he kept the Bible on the back of the toilet when he took Uh, his morning poop is when he read his Bible. Okay. That's TMI. Uh, Right. Okay. But he did. Uh He always, you know, had the habit. But that's exactly. He should have written Atomic Habits. You and I would be on a. (laughs) We'd be in like some island somewhere. Uh, yeah. That's just it. It's just putting How dirty things, was that Bible though? I'm just putting things, <laughs> <laughs> putting things in place. And so that's yeah. what, and I'm, I use my, my spiritual walk as one of them, but that's like one of my resolutions and to help my kids do that well, because we, yeah, how are we, you going to help your kids? With that? Well, I was thinking, I feel like I keep dropping hints like, you guys want to read your Bibles, leave them out on the table. Nothing. Well, like getting, like giving them like my kids, you know, like ordering a new devotional for all of them. I try to do that usually at Christmas, but I'm going to do it September this year. And I'm do gonna, boys open devotionals? Brett actually will. I know. Oh, like, I don't know. I mean, yes. Disciple my senior. And you know what? He started keeping his Bible and his devotional in his truck, and he gets to school a little early just to this beat this genius. crowd. And he does it at school. Like he's habited that in, which I'm like, that's. And so again, my kids get it wrong a lot, but that's. I'm just that's one no, example. That's a genius. That's but a even, good idea. If y'all have teens, yeah, do it in the car. And then with my not while you're driving. 
my daughter how are you driving my daughter in college like she um we were just talking i'm like she has an accountability partner that goes to a different school and so i'm like why don't you meet with her while you're both here this summer and then how can y'all set up a routine so we've been talking about like habiting that into a routine every thursday night we're going to talk accountability on the phone yeah. so i don't know i'm just trying to be very intentional so that's one of my that's one of my things no i like that one of my things i always want to do and then i it ends up not happening i heard from one of my guests Chantel brewer that she would host this taco tuesday oh. the last tuesday of the month she would open up her home to any of the kids friends any of the kids like youth leaders teachers anybody mm. could come over and you just bring a part of the taco making thing like you bring the shredded cheese or you bring yeah. the, and i have the meat and the tacos and the core stuff anyway so i have put it in the calendar already the last tuesday of our month taco tuesday i've invited the big boys so they know it's happening so it goes on their phone, on their calendars. I've invited my husband. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. But that's something that... So everybody's invited. Like their friends and everybody? Or are you saying just your everybody, family? My family and whoever... Because I'm going to bring my whole family over. Totally. Taco Tuesday, open your home, and you just say, come on. Okay. I think High school minister. Anybody. Yeah. I mean, you could technically be like, okay, since we're at three different schools, <laughs> I could say, okay, the teachers for this one school, they're yeah, invited. Yeah. And this school, they're invited. and Or this church group whatever but i'm gonna give it a shot because it's something i don't want to end this whole parenting gig and have regrets yes and one you know just see how it goes totally okay yeah i, I like, like that. that by the way i wanted to interject something and and then that's going to lead to another one of my resolutions okay. i want to interject something i'm used to being on the other side of the mic with my own podcast like you are like i mean yeah. this is just both of us talking when i went back and listened to some of the summer ones i realized i talk I mean, I've always known I talk very fast. I know that about myself. But you kind of talk very slow and methodical. And literally, <laughs> this is how it sounded when I went back and listened. It's like, Heather's like, this is Heather. Anyway, my children and I, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, what about your children? What is, like, I was like, why am I jumping in and Yo, like, what? Why do we even go back and listen? Never listen. Never listen. Listen. Do don't. not ever listen. And we, you and I are used to editing or listening to our own podcast. No, I don't. I mean, now I hired out. Shout out to Rachel. Oh my gosh, you guys. That you just guys, happened. You need a Rachel. She literally just dropped that. Rachel. Um, Rachel. Okay, girl. 10 years. You get by, by you know, oh, year oh no. whatever, seven, you get a Rachel. Okay. Um, anyway, yes. And don't listen to yourself. Okay. But enough of that. So I just want everyone to note that I'm trying but to But what else are we doing new back. this year? Okay. So we have some other fun new things. Okay. We do. There's things with your kids and we want you guys to reflect on what is, a, don't make this massive. This doesn't have to be massive. No. What's the thing when you look back and you're like, man, I wish we'd had more family dinners at mm -hmm. home or I wish we'd uh, I don't know, done homework differently. I remember after COVID, we realized my one of my sons benefited from having a desk in his room to do his homework. Mm -hmm. That at the end of a day with being all, all people all the time, he really actually did better going to his room doing his homework versus sitting at the kitchen table, which is what I'd always done. And it was awful. He would be at the kitchen table and I'd be, come on, get back to your work, get back mm -hmm. to your work. He was like telling everyone to be quiet. We were all too loud. So tiny things and shifts that Just you could try shifts. out. Yeah, little shifts. What's I something think... you could try out that was a stressor last year that could be less stressful this year? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I just think it'll look, yeah, different for everybody. But yeah. I will say this, I think this kind of leads into maybe even what we talked about last month when we announced we're doing this. But I was thinking about 
there's this whole like just one of the things I really want to do well this year is soak in the moments. Yeah. Because and and I know people say that and you're like, what does that even mean? And, <laughs> and be fully I, present. Yes, I know. And you're like, eh, I can barely be fully present. And I know like my mom will say sometimes she's precious, but she'll be like, you're going to miss this someday. I'm like, well, that day isn't today that I'm going to miss it. So um, <laughs> let's not talk about that. But um, I will say this. I when my oldest Kate graduated went to college a couple of years ago. I decided at the end of the year, I don't think I've told you all about this. I ended up about doing a scrapbook. I decided I was going to do a scrapbook. Have we talked about this? No. Okay. And so I'm not scrapbooky at all, especially, uh, yeah. And we're not artistic people. Evidence by the fact. Not, not a one of us. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to, while she went on her senior trip with the school, I was going to do her scrapbook. And so I went and I pulled it out and I was like, well, that's too bad. Like literally only thing in there is like her hospital tag. Like I bagged it in and that's first child, you guys. So you're talking about baby book kind of. Yeah. Like the baby scrapbook. Sorry. Yes. Wow. Okay. And uh, some of these listening are like, oh, I've done creative You didn't have her hair. No, and Your I didn't keep that nasty haircut. belly button. You didn't. No, I have gosh. that the umbilical cord. <gasps> you did for each of them, and a little envelope, and they're that's disgusting. Look. Yeah, Ugh. I'm sure it's disintegrated. Like it's it's real tissue. We didn't eat the placenta. Oh, that happens. Okay, though. well, no one's listening anymore. But for the one person. My mom, who's still listening to this, They're, we're gonna get DMs about people who ate the placenta, and you're gonna you're gonna get hate mail now. Oh, I'm just saying. But in terms of soaking, <laughs> soaking in the moments, here's what here's what I would just say. When I did Kate's scrapbook, um, her little baby book, and I got it out, and I got all things, and I did it the whole. And I had a hard time with my oldest went to college. Like I, when she was getting ready, I mean, I cried like a year. It was horrible. Um, you emotionally had oh a hard time. Oh my gosh, yes, because okay. she's my only girl and the first one to go, and all the things. Okay. So, but when okay, so I worked on this thing like a whole week, and I mean, I got all the choir programs from kindergarten, and I got the honor society yeah. and all the things, right? And I finished it up, and I sat down with that book, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna cry it out because I'm gonna go through this whole thing, and I'm gonna ball and um. But actually, when I started going through it, like I'm flipping the pages, and I was like, oh my gosh, she was an ugly baby. Like she really was. Like she was. She came out real ugly. Everyone, it's fine. She's real cute now. And then I was like, oh, her toddler years. She was so strong willed. And then I flipped over to like, you know, her elementary years and freaking out about what school are we going to go to and yeah. all these it's such a big deal in junior high I looked at how awkward you know I'm like oh her hair was greasy and then high school I'm like wow she's starting to become who I know her to be now and she's so pretty and like I went this whole thing at the end and she I had her graduation pictures in there and she just walked the stage and all the cute pictures and I just shut that baby book and I was like wow like who gets to do this like yeah. how good is God that he lets us have all these moments and it's just I now have like the proverbial scrapbook that I wish I could have handed myself 10 15 18 years ago because now I see the bigger picture which is I know now the big trips to Hawaii or Colorado all those things the things that were supposed to be the big things I'm doing air quotes they weren't the big things but all those drives to practice just having the conversation staying up a little bit too late going and getting ice cream when you shouldn't all those little things those are what made the DNA of our family and really of who she is now. And when I ask my kids these questions and I'm like, what, what were the big things? It's never, no. never the things that I freaked out. About. It's never the had to be in the right school or had to have the right trip or we had to live in the right zip code or whatever the things are that we stress about. And so I just would say, like, as I'm looking at this next year, like I want to hand myself that scrapbook again for my next two that are still in the house and say like, Enjoy the moments, maximize the moments, the little places, and then don't sweat the rest. Well, and realize you don't even have to be too forceful with maximizing the moments. Right. 
it's it's more about not being I think what happens is I get distracted in trying to create the big things that I miss the moments mm-hmm. so if you get Same. that flip of okay it's just living the life and being with the people right where you belong Oh my gosh, she just totally pushed her book again. Yeah. Mine doesn't come out till yeah. February, but I'm going to be Yeah, what's yours going to be? Shameless. Called? Life is messy, God is good. I'm going to be shameless talking about is that. Is this a good um endorsement sheet that I need to fill out? Oh my out? gosh, I asked this girl, Heather McFadden. I got it. I got it printed out, aren't you proud of me? To endorse my book about Woo! 6 months ago. I'm going to do it. Another great option to help you this back to school season is Stitch Fix. Whether you're using them for your own wardrobes, for all those meet the teachers, and we have many school nights and all the different events, maybe even the sidelines of a football game, and you want to look cute, you might need some help. And what I love is Stitch Fix understands you. You have your own stylist. You have your own closet on their website where you've taken a quiz, they know what you like, what you don't like, and it's in your sizes, so you're not going to have to search and see, do they have this in my size? You can also do this for kids. I love that you can put in your budget. You can do a quick fix that they send you five items right to your door. They have sizes extra small to 3XL, so you're going to find the perfect fit. Then you try everything on at home, and you keep whatever works for you. I have really, really, really loved this feature when it comes to my kids because it is really hard to get my boys to want to go into a store and try on a bunch of things. But if I get Stitch Fix to send it to me, I go through what I think is going to work, and I have them try on just those few things. That has been the best option for us. They have over a 1,000 brands and styles, so no matter what season of life you're in, they have you covered. And you can just order a refresh as needed, or if you like getting regular boxes, you can have it set and forget about it. You're in control. Thanks to Stitch Fix, they just get me. They'll get you to try today at stitchfix.com slash DMA. You'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash DMA. Stitchfix.com forward slash DMA. So, okay, well, that, um, that what else are we doing? We have books, we have this podcast. You we know, what do. we need is more businesses. And, well, and then I'm, don't forget Mesmerize, which I know you forget. Mesmerize. But you're on no, it I all said the time. podcasts. We have podcasts, we have books, and we okay, have. Okay, Heather and I have new businesses and they're not together. <laughs> What's so funny is we go to lunch <laughs> and I just was launching my business and she is just launching a business and they actually work well together and they're not competitive. They're oh, I'm going to make it competitive. I don't know how. No, but... no, no, no. They oh, no? go okay. together like peanut butter and jelly. Like chocolate and peanut butter. Okay, like listen, chocolate. and nothing's going to make us sound older than what we're about to say. You know what? I'm realizing nobody knows about this. The amount of people that What a know... great business. No, it has room to grow. Based on a concept that no one's heard of. We're going to grow. The market is ready are you okay are you so it's you right are you ready yeah you pitch yours well first. i'm just gonna say generally what the concept is yeah mahjong mahjong and you haven't heard of it probably is what i've discovered unless it's just orlando i go to orlando no one heard of it i'm talking to people from chicago they haven't heard of it nashville nope even talk to jamie ivy she hadn't heard of mahjong in what? austin i know okay mahjong is a game you guys and it's if you've seen crazy rich Asians, it's the end yeah the have you seen that movie oh it's my favorite movie and you didn't sleep through it 
No, I stayed awake in that one. That's shocker. That's um, shocker. Yes, so that it's end good. scene where she is playing against her what will be mother in law. Spoiler a game with tiles and they're really beautiful Asian drawings on them. Mm-hmm. And they, I just, I like the feel of the tiles. You play mm-hmm. four people at a table. It's great. It's, it's a great. great it's got a hard learning curve. Did not you hear hard. me there? Did not you hard because you stop have... interrupting me. I'm trying to act like I'm not a oh, weird okay. interrupting and all. Okay. Hi, Heather. Yeah. Okay, I'm go still, ahead. I've got You're doing tra- calm talk. I've got trauma from the summer's recording. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Calm talk. I'm just kidding. It has what? It has a strong learning curve. Okay. I feel like it has a pretty strong learning curve, but people teach it. Mm -hmm. And when they teach it to you, like when you have professionals come in and teach it, it's so much easier. And I have a friend that actually has a business that teaches Mahjong. Yeah. It's called? Don't Mahjong. Alone. I couldn't say. Don't Mahjong. Alone. So that's your business that you're teaching that's mahjong. That's my business. Me and my friend Amber, we come to your house. We bring two mahjong sets. Uh huh. So eight people, and you we teach. teach. Yeah, that's so fun. It is not only you get to learn a new game, but I, we really feel like the reason people want to learn is they want belong. That's the belonging piece. Totally. They want to be invited. You should write a book about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mom alone. Don't mahjong. So you're. They're learning so that you get invited into the group mm-hmm. when people are like, oh, I play Mahjong. You can say, me too. And then you get to go and be a part of it. Now, there's some serious ones. Oh, yeah. They don't mess around. My friend went to a group, like a community group that was playing. And one of the ladies- Not was community like, group, like church community group. Oh, not church. No, no like no. in the in the community, a yeah. group was playing. And one of the, one lady started talking and another lady said, I'm not here to socialize. I'm here to play the game. That's like, whoo, tough crowd. But it yes. It is tough. Song. My neighborhood, you guys, y'all need to do this. Figure this out. I don't even care. Play Bunko, Pacino, something. But we'd like you to play Pacino? Mahjong. Pacino? But, yeah, do you know that one? No. It's like Bunko. Okay. But in my neighborhood, like, there is a group that plays all the time. And one of the, there's a couple girls, but they'll just, I mean, Sunday afternoon at three, someone will text me, like, who can come over and play? Or they have, like, we just had a Christmas in July one. Everybody dressed Christmassy. It was so fun. But it's, it has. Is it's, that your favorite things party, too? That was um, a different party I went to. Um, okay. Cynthia's social calendar. I don't even know. You've got to get up pretty early to get me, friends. <laughs> Said no one ever. Okay, so if I'm at playing Mahjong, okay. mm-hmm. one, you can buy really expensive, beautiful tiles. Yeah. Like $400. The Mahjong line. They're gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But $400. No. I know. Mm-mm. I got mine on the Amazon from my mother-in-law. She got it for me for Christmas. Yeah. But I did get the Mahjong line mat that she bought me mm-hmm. with my little initials. Very pretty. Oh, pretty. Yeah. yeah. But there's other products people have. And I have a friend, uh-huh. and she sells really clever, witty, Mahjong-themed products. It's called Mad for Maj. Mad for Maj on Instagram, everyone. And Mad for Maj. Um, yes. And Maj, we have to say M-A-H-J. Mad for, like the number four. Yes, me and some friends, like on a whim, because one of the tiles there in the game is called a wind. And I was like, we should a start a wind, a wind. And yeah. I was like, we should start a company and call it break wind. I you thought, mentioned that one of the summer. Okay, I thought that was yeah. so funny. Well, I got nixed on that, but we all started laughing about wouldn't it be fun to have cute products. And so we ended up doing it. And then they um, are literally, we have, you know, like the cute styrofoam cups that you see that have like university They're bad or for the environment, but they're fine. Everyone we're yeah. going to recycle them, whatever. Um, oh, you can't. No. <laughs> You're big in recycling up in Plano. 
Um, okay, so what okay. do they say on them? What Star are some saying? cups. Uh, we have napkins. We have, you guys, this is the genius. We have coasters, like those cute little thin coasters, like multicolored. Yeah. They have the rules on them because uh, there's certain rules you can't remember, yes. like related jokes. Even if I come and teach you, you would need the You're going to need these. Yeah. So anyway, we have all these fun. But I think what we were trying to do to distinguish us, I was trying to make them funny. Shocking, right? I was trying to find a funny angle. And so like, for example, you play on like racks, like there's two racks or, you know, there's- Your tiles a, are sitting on a sitting rack. On a rack so one of our sayings on the napkins is i can see a rack <laughs> i like don't look at my rack don't look at my rack we have another Are you one peeking at my rack we have another one that's another one of the tiles called a crack and oh, so yeah we well, yeah one of the suits one of the cracks. suits is called a crack yeah. mm-hmm. and so we have a joke of, about the crack um you know um we have like when, where there's a wind that wind there's a way wind is another one all the different yeah. things so we have kind of clever expressions but they're cute and they're designed well so anyway mad yeah. formage i don't know why we're talking about this i don't know if well, we're shipping, i'm just saying but, that hmm. there it's our next year we've got a lot going on people but, are like i i thought i was going to scale back because I have a senior and I've heard senior year is a lot. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. We I got to get him into college. Can I mention that again? We got to get into college. Uh-huh. And I've got to get another one into high school because our school ends in eighth oh, grade. Yes, yes, so yes. we got to apply for that too. Um, so I already knew I have a lot in my year. And then you those took two on things. this. And so then I should do more podcasting. Mm, I me. should uh-huh. start a business where I teach people mahjong but i don't know it's fun you know what just do the fun things i think that yeah. maybe that's another way that's a good way to tie this all in like as we're going into september like i think i've had years where i've taken things so seriously mm. and i've lived i've just come out of a season of kind of hard and very serious and i'm done with that i'm ready to have some fun and so yes i'm gonna i'm so excited to be doing like don't mom alone extra what are these bonus we don't even have a name <laughs> Whatever we're doing, we're, I mean, we're going to do this. We're going to have fun. I'm still doing Mesmerized, obviously, on my podcast. You and I are both doing Mahjong Business. We're going to try to overlap it some, but just trying to yeah. do the things. Well, and things outside of your family, maybe even just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I heard us talking about, too, is, yes, it's about the school year, and yes, our families matter, and we want to make memories and be present. But at the same time, like, if I'm all in on my senior son – I know he's going to have other plans. Mm-hmm. It's his last year to be home too. So if I'm just sitting around twiddling my thumbs thinking, oh, I've got to be with him every second before he goes to college and he's not here. Big feelings. Oh, I'm going to have a lot of feelings, I guess. <laughs> Bruce is going to be like, <laughs> buckle up. But I do feel like a mom and a son, you may see feel this with Brett. We've already individuated. Like there's already been a grief of you moved on. I don't know that for daughters that happens. An end of wait, an end of the what? Individuating, like oh. you're your own person. I'm I'm already separated myself, and I am not as influential in their lives as I once was. As you know, I just feel like teen boys kind of cut that off earlier with the moms. They may have a closer relationship with dad. Does that make sense? It does. So the dad might be more sad, is what I'm saying, than I'm going to be because I've already yeah, I've already grieved like the relationship that was. Yeah, it's interesting you said that too, because I am seeing that with like my daughter and I when she left again, struggled, struggled because she's a lot like me. We have the same yeah. sense of humor. Like she's just I mean, the way she comes down the stairs has a certain cadence that is mm. like joyful. Even I know that sounds dumb. No. But it's all those things that I miss when she I'm like, I'm gonna miss this. This is gonna. Yeah. And once she was gone, by the way, for anybody sending a kid to college, whatever, for me, by far the hardest was the anticipation of her going. 
once she was there and having fun and living her life and figuring it out, yeah. we all, we all did fine. But, um, the anticipation was hard with my son. It's interesting. Cause you said that about maybe being closer with their dad. The other night, Brett was on mesmerized. I interviewed him and asked him like 30 questions just about teenage life, teenage boys. And one of the things like he said was like the most pivotal things that happened is apparently Mike, my husband sent him a text, you know, a couple weeks ago and just encouraged him or whatever. And I just had to kind of laugh to myself. Cause I'm like, I literally have been there every morning to send you to school. I have picked you up every day until you could drive. I'm home when you come in. I try to have groceries. I write the notes, all that. Mike sends a text and he's like, I mean, my dad's support has been like, what? And of course, I mean, I love my husband. I'm glad that Brett feels supported by him, but it is. I mean, it's a different relationship. It's a different relationship. And just taking it for what it is. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Good luck. (laughs) Don't mob alone. Don't mob alone. No, we'll see you back here next month, October, and then I will be just. Are we gonna link our mod stuff? No, we don't care. Totes. Aren't Totes. we fun? We're totally fun. Hey, and by the way, if maybe you it's have... inspirational for them to. I don't know. I'm thinking I need to train people in different cities to be trainers. I'm thinking this is going like oh, pyramid you're... scheme. Here's what no. I see happening. This. <laughs> scheme she may or may not do you can be an affiliate to mad fromage here's the thing what if you and i went on our trailer park tour yes um because i don't feel like you and i are at risk of selling out the dickies arena or the local (laughs) arenas anywhere and on our or our parking lot tour and then we'll teach you mahjong so if anybody wants us to come speak at your church and then you're like people it's all we need we just need eight of you and (laughs) you could be like just four two we'll join in the game we can either come speak to your church or your local group and you could yeah. have us come or you could be like i don't think they're that good and we could just come teach mahjong or just play and i'll bring just products put us in a closet with a table and i'll bring my set yeah yeah okay dm us directly for all of you that are dying <laughs> dying to have us out <laughs> mahjong tour here we come all right thanks cynthia thank you bye okay a couple things i wanted to say after listening back to the convo we had Since we recorded, I was at a Young Men's Service League meeting, and we had a speaker come from a local university here to talk about AI. And afterwards, I had a conversation with a mom, and it was interesting, something I hadn't considered when Cynthia and I were having our conversation on AI is not necessarily can they have a tool, which there is a tool out there, Turbano or something like that, that can look for what they think might be plagiarized material, they can, it sometimes over attributes plagiarized material. And I think that one aspect I hadn't thought about was that possibly our kids could be accused of plagiarizing or using ChatGPT when they hadn't. And it was interesting, I was talking to my son yesterday and he was like, oh, I had an in-class essay. And I'm just curious if that's going to be more of a thing when it comes to school assignments that they'll be writing um, in class. Anyway, just thought I'd add that in as a little, as we're in our tech series, um, a piece of what's going on with our kids and navigating that and putting technology in its place, realizing what the benefits, but also being aware and alert to how it can be misused or misinterpreted. Just wanted to add that in since it happened after I recorded with Cynthia. Thanks for getting sidetracked with Cynthia and I. We will be back with another sidetracked episode the first Friday in October. And I'll be back here on Monday with a conversation with my friend Kristen Glass. She's going to share her 
real story with us, a tiny little break from our tech series. And if you want to make sure you get all these episodes just dropped right into your listen now on iTunes, make sure you're subscribed. When you're subscribed, it just pops into your feet. It's so nice. Uh, lets you know when there's a new episode available. All right. Have a great week. And adios.